Well, let's talk about some of your innovations. And, and you know, one of the most satisfying things that I get from your books, and, and the new book is an example of that, is the blending of jazz rhythms and a tweaking of the sonnet form. You call them jazz sonnets. We talked a little bit about this last time. What I'd like to do is um, is hear some of them. And in fact, I, I think I wrote on a post-it note the ones that uh, I, I really especially like in that, the one that yellow post-it note there. So right. w- maybe you can, uh, if you want to say a word or two about the sonnets, or, or better yet, read them and we'll talk about them afterwards. Well, I have a sense of play, too. I like to enjoy, I enjoy writing, and uh, I like, and, and if that, uh, the impulse, you know, and, and I guess that some consider me avant-garde for that reason, because of the impulse to play and to have fun and to express my joy of writing and to be satirical and all of those things. Looking back, no laugh yet. In this rage of ghost axis and snuff erotica, can one art rescue another in decline? Vis-a-vis hydrotherapy and long-term flood survival, hijack it. One's only guarantee the ship will dock. Mayday! I'm trapped in a bag of false positives on covert travels with self circling airport mayday mayday on cruise control up to the navel in yellow bellied lip service mayday mayday under attack by pink pearl erasers madame the light at the end of this tunnel is a streamliner coming head on bring me to where my blood runs. Now encompassed in that is basically many of the things I've been saying here this morning. And I I like playing on adages, turning them inside out, looking back, no laugh yet. When I, I just abhor it when people tell me, you'll look back on this one day and laugh. And when I look back, I see very little to laugh at, so that's that's my opening there, and I just and I'm and and this is my this is continuation of my ongoing dialogue. Uh, uh, how many times can you say the same thing over and over again, and how can you approach it in a new way? Prismatically is the way I look at it, a prism. The artists you were just talking about, who you don't consider poets, they say the same thing over and over. You can't do that. I look for it. I look for a more interesting way to express it. Okay. Yeah, I'm angry. Yeah, I. But I try to make the essays essays. Um, when I'm in the poem, I want to do something else. I want to take it somewhere else. I want to touch upon. I want to reach deeper into the language, in pursuit of an avant-garde procedure, the byproduct of a kinky sequence of reflections announces itself across the chalkboards of a contentious clan of beef-fed pedants, holdovers from the days of Conalrad, Thunderbirds, and Fizzies, with no visible tolerance for post-World War II upstarts or love generation survivors. Tower life 
is libido and disturbed with fixations on assassinations and bombshells, bunghole crawling for father figures untarnished by a savvy revisionism, classrooms filled with alien darknesses, inspired dread, and an involuntary loathing. Such cannot be identified with and invalidates all theories subscribing to mirror image. That's number 89. 90. Between these brown and heavy thighs boils generations of disgrace. Daughter, cruelty could not wear a more enchanted face. Svengalian and strange. Widely, widely I open to love. My country impregnates with seed of hate. Conjecture? No, this mad fornication I endure. Jealous, contrary to reason. Foolish in my fantasy that I too am cherished. Whose name? Will the bastard verse declaim? Apologize for every sin and kiss my toes. And then, perhaps, my affection will sear this grave chasmic mouth. Oh, to be dumb again. A virgin smacked in wicked purity. Number 91. The gates of mercy slammed on the right foot. They would not permit return and bent a wing. There was no choice but to learn to boogaloo. Those horrid days were not without their pleasures. Learning to swear and wearing mock leather so tight eyes bulged. A stolen puff or two behind cracked broken backs and tickled palms in hallways dark flirtations during choir practice as the body organized itself against the will. A mystic gone ballistic, not home but blood on the range, as one descended on this effed-up breeding hole of greeds to suffer chronic scenes. Was hunger or holiness spurred the sighting? 94. Nostrum, nostalgia. My notes on never, nada, no, collect against my reluctance. Forced tabulation. They did this, say me, and that, and that there. Why have there been no arrests, no hearings, no justice? What is not offered cannot be refused. I regress the despoiled child, the deserted schoolyard. Weeper, this is your execution. Weeper, this is your groveling stone. Weeper, yours is the burst and burnings of a city. Stunned tearless in the uselessness of limp, 
pursuit. Breathlessness besets and brings the ass earthward. Rest, the answer yellows and loses its wit, its crispness. My bed to make, my heart to stake, my soul to take. How I committed suicide. I revealed myself to you. I trusted you. I forgot the color of my birth. Wow. So here in poetic form is all I've laid out before you in the last 20-odd minutes or so. With a sense of the rhythms, the complex rhythms of jazz and the word play, the word music, and uh, and all done in a pseudo sonnet form. So I could I could sing the I could sing them as if they were, if they were lyrics. How do you create? Are they a free write? Well, I operate on the jazz principle. This is I. This is what I have identified. This is sort of my own personal philosophy, and I may have mentioned it on our previous show. It's a way of being in the world. It's uh, what I identify the, the source place of this is Africa, and as it was morphed in, during the Middle Passage and brought to America, it's a, a way of surviving in the world. It has allowed African Americans to survive under uh, very negative circumstances, and this is my, you know, interpretation of it. This is how I use it. This is how I extrapolate from it, and. And, and uh, see it. I, I did an essay called On Theloniusism that was published in Callaloo, in which I lay it out in essay form. Uh, I think I wrote it around 1988, in which I. And then recently, uh, I wrote an essay uh, where I actually try to tell other writers what I'm doing in terms of practical ways that others can learn from. What they're not going to get from that is how you you are so ferocious that you you scare people. <laughs> uh, if if it hadn't been for turning you into a writer, would you be doing time in the can right now? Uh, probably. Uh, I mean the don't mean the bathroom either. Well, um, I'm glad there was that social program, and I hope there will be ones in the future to take the. Uh, potential prisoners and make them brilliant artists like Wanda Coleman. And I'm so honored and humbled to have you in my place. And I hope you come back again soon. Thank you, Paul. My pleasure. Wanda Coleman has been our guest. She's the author of many books of poetry. She's just been reading from Mercurochrome. It's her latest on Black Sparrow Press. The fifth annual Super Bowl of Poetry is now history one of the most successful events ever at the Northwest Spoken Word Lab in Auburn, Washington. Our thanks goes out to the Allen Foundation for the Arts, the Brenneman Jake Foundation, the King County Arts Commission, and the Comfort Inn. We also appreciate the help of volunteers, attendees, individual contributors, and the poets, Wanda Coleman, Marion Kimes, John Olson, Mary Lucinelli, and Sean Vines. Plans are underway for next year's alternative to the football game. And don't forget our fifth annual Allen Ginsberg Memorial Open Mic Poetry Marathon with Eileen Miles, April 6th. The Northwest Spoken Word Lab in Auburn, Washington, 
another village building project of It Plays in Peoria Productions. This program is made possible in part by a contribution from the City of Auburn, inviting small businesses and artists to consider relocating to a traditional small American town with commuter rail service to Seattle, low housing costs, and a strong sense of community. Details online at ci.auburn.wa.us and by the Law Office of Peter G. Livengood, emphasizing the representation of people injured by defective products or through the negligence of others, as well as insurance coverage, real estate, business, and commercial litigation. Information at 206 282-5851 or online at liveingoodlaw.com our program details on guests or underwriters online at inpeoria.org that's i-n-p-e-o-r-i-a.org underwriters help keep this show on the air along with your tax-deductible contribution please consider making a donation or buying a cd copy of today's show for fifteen dollars postpaid send a check with the show's subject matter and date to it plays in peoria productions 14 South Division, Auburn, Washington, USA 98001, or call us toll-free, 888-735-6328, or at 253-735-6328. Website hosting from Speakeasy, providing nationwide dial-up and high-speed internet DSL connections to homes, businesses, and nonprofits, and the website host for Pacific Northwest Ballet and Seattle Opera speakeasy.net Opinions expressed on this show are those of the guests and don't represent this network, station, or program underwriters. The show is produced by It Plays in Peoria Productions, a non-profit 501c3 organism reinventing audio arts to build community in the consciousness age. I'm Paul Nelson. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, please remember the words of Diane DePrima. The only war that matters is the war against the imagination.